Good day, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Daniel Umstead, host of the RNG Radio Show. I'm really excited that you all are here today. My next guest that I actually have on the show um, is actually a comeback uh, to the show, uh, Katilia Humphrey, um, who will be discussing her book, uh, Patricia's Reflections, in addition as far as where you can get your copy as well uh, on Amazon. But I'll definitely have the links later, right after the show. But before we get into that, you know what I'm about, ladies and gentlemen. Credit repair, real estate, and some resume writing tips. And boy, do I have a story for y'all in regards to the resume writing tips um, to help you succeed and get through life. But um, let's talk about credit repair. Now, for those that have known me and have watched me, they've seen me go through the process in regards to uh, letting you know that, hey, Listen, even me, myself, and I have not actually taken the steps necessary to actually get everything done that I was supposed to get done in the credit repair program. And it's crazy, you know, I'm trying to tell people to get signed up, letting people know, hey, if your credit score begins with three, four, five, or six, then you need to get in contact with me. Yet I wasn't taking the necessary steps and actions. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am proof. I have now actually officially moved from a 540 credit score to a 602 credit score. Now it's my job and responsibility, of course, to make sure I keep that score where it needs to be at. But I wanna let you know as far as tips, what I had did in addition, what actually was a plus for me as well. So let's start with the first thing. So the student loans, my student loans are graduated. Now, mind you, thankfully for Kaplan, I know they're closed down, they changed names and switched around and whoop-de-whoop, whoop-de-whoop. But what they had paid for was my master's degree. So I didn't have to worry about student loans. If anything, my only cost, which I'm so, so grateful for, the only thing I had to pay for coming out of my pocket was my book. So I'm really, really happy about that. The other thing though, uh, my bachelor's. Now my bachelor's was subsidized, unsubsidized loans, blah, 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 blah. And I know we're supposed to be having some type of relief fund when it comes time. But in the meanwhile, hey, I need to work on mine right now and I can't just way sitting by thinking that Navia, yep, y'all still want the money. Didn't didn't y'all see the new president? Did y'all hear the new plan that he's playing on doing? Why why y'all need the money right now? Don't don't even worry about it. No, but you still have to take action on it because what you don't want to do is wait for the government to decide to give you a thumbs up in regards to saying like, hey, we have this new economic stimulus bill that's going to raise all your student loan debt. You still need to be working and making action steps now, ladies and gentlemen. So I did that. That was one thing. The other thing that I feel really, really strongly about that increased my credit score was actually my credit score limit. You know, I had $500 attached to it, um, which I actually put towards good use, uh, which I'll talk about a little bit later. It has to do with law school. But uh, with the credit card limit, um, by it moving, or actually I should say them allowing me to have an increase in credit limit, it wasn't for me to spend frivolously or go all crazy and buy the best brand new tie that's out there or a brand new uh, shirt and tie set or even a brand new suit. No, the credit limit was pretty much to say, all right, Dan, hey, we see how you manage your money. Uh, of course, this was the Capital One. We see how you manage your money now because you've been managing money, you've been paying on time, you've been paying a little bit extra here and there. Now we want to get to a point where we actually increase your credit limit. So, and I'll be fair with you all and to let you know, I had moved from, I believe it was uh, 2000 to 2500. So let's just do basic math here, ladies and gentlemen. I should only be using 
no more than probably about, especially if I want to be at a good rate. So no more than over 65% of how much that's of uh, my credit limit spent. Now, I'll let you right know right now, I went way past that. Either it was a subscription to something that I didn't need anymore. Either it was uh, something that I purchased that I probably shouldn't have purchased in the first place. Or um, in this case, uh, which I actually did use good use for, it was actually law school applications, which I'm really excited about. So I'm hoping in future coming episodes that you guys can uh, share with me the good news in regards to that. But meanwhile, for the moment right now, with that credits uh, limit increasing to, like I said, 2,500, 70% of that is my limit. That's actually my limit. I should not be spending that. So breaking it down, if you had a thousand dollar credit limit, you should be spending no more than $700 or even to be more specific, you should not be having a revolving balance past the $700 marker. Now I'm not great at math. So 70% of 2,500, what are we looking at here? Five of the three, uh, 1750. So I would say just to be fair, you know, it's always good to be under rather than over when it comes to that. So no more than 17 should I be spending? Now, am I there? Am I there? No, I am not. I will be honest with you. I am not. I am working on getting there. But I will say this, and this was actually a tip who's not in the credit repair program, but she did give me some advice. My fellow co-worker had explained to me that, Dan, while you're building up your credit score, start looking at credit cards that have a higher credit limit because then you'll be able to balance transfer your credit card balance over to the new one. In addition to them, they'll be like, hey, yeah, that's great. You got a, a 2,500 credit card balance and you want to move it over to us with this 5,000 credit limit. That is awesome. That's going to work out wonders for you. For me, on the end, instead of me going to 100% to zero ratio, I now moved into a uh, 50%, you know, ratio where um, I'm not going past the 50% marker. Now, like I said, I could get up to the 70% marker, which 70% of 5,000 would be 3,500, and that'd be great. You know, it's like, hey, extra spending, um, which is good. But if it's not being utilized to what it's supposed to be used for, it's not going to be beneficial to you at all, ladies and gentlemen. In addition, you and I both know that, hey, you might have a credit limit, but hey, if you're spending more, that means that monthly payment is going to be more. So, uh, past tips that I've given out before, ladies and gentlemen, is that when you do have that minimum credit card payment, $77, $50, $40, tackle on another five or $10, you know, over time, it will build up. It will make a difference. Don't think that it won't. In addition, it will get you actually to where you need to be at much more quicker and sooner to building up that score. So, and if you are looking to join the credit repair program or you yourself are looking to just become an agent and say, hey, Dan, I want to help others while I'm building up my own credit, definitely give me a call 267-702-3756 or you can shoot me a text as well at the same number 267-702-3756. Um, a little bit later, like I said, right before the interview that I have with uh, Katilia today, Definitely got some uh, realtor tips that I want to give to you as well. In addition, some resume career writing tips that I think that you all will be beneficial with. Actually, it's just a funny story that I just want you to be listening to and enjoy. But uh, before we get to that, definitely want to have you take a listen to this commercial so you can get more information about this product and service. Talk to you soon.
Yes, sir. Get them while they are hot, ladies and gentlemen. We can, we will, we do. It's bigger than you, bigger than me. Let's get it. Free bands as well. And ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Thank you so much again for uh, joining me and uh, continuing on. So uh, for those that are just tuning in, my name is Daniel Umstead, host of the RNG Radio Show, where I talk about credit repair, real estate, resume writing, career tips, and some motivation to get you through the day. Um, <clears throat> I'm really proud to announce that I have my one of my guests uh, that I've had initially back on the show come back and say, I'm free to talk about a book, uh, Patricia's Reflections, uh, which you can find on Amazon. Uh, but before we get into the interview, I wanted to discuss some real estate advice that I actually came across on uh, Pennsylvania Social Realtors. So Pennsylvania Social Realtors, uh, because I'm part of GPAR, I'm subscribed to this uh, subscription, if you will, that gives different articles, topics, and uh, tips to assist not only realtors, but also home buyers and sellers. Uh, right now, if you don't know, uh, we are actually in a pandemic still in some way, shape, or form. So uh, folks are a little bit weary when it comes to selling their home on their own, hint, hint. Um, in addition, this is for my realtors. In addition, there's also those individuals who are looking to actually have an agent help them uh, seeking a buyer. Now, are, excuse me, are you still going to have individuals that are just going to be strictly on being a FISBO and that's it? By all means. I live off a, a cruise town road up here in Northeast Philadelphia and I was doing a walk the other day and I've been here for about a couple of months, but I can tell that the FISBO sign that's been sitting out on this lawn has been up there probably prior to COVID. If you ask me, I think it's actually probably been around there since AOL Instant Messenger, but no judgment here. But I will say, you know, that you're going to have those individuals who are just strict on wanting to sell their home on their own. If that's the case, let it be. Uh, the other thing though is, with home buyers, those that are looking to buy their first home, those are the, those who are looking to start a family, make their first big investment, whether it be a property that they're looking to flip, a property that they're looking to own for a very long period of time, or possibly a, um, you know, a, a turnkey property in which, you know, uh, this property is there. They're just looking to uh, make some money off of it, but pretty much have it there. So most of your turnkey properties, if you don't know the terminology, is simply this. You're living, uh, let's say, in a house, in a rental home, and you're pretty much paying rent. You're okay with it. But the owner is like, you know, I, I just can't deal with the property anymore. I'm looking to sell it. So I'm turning over my key to a different property owner simply what it is, ladies and gentlemen, nothing more to it. But uh, with uh, the article, like I said, that I came across Pennsylvania Social Realtors is that what they pretty much went over is that FISBOs uh, for sale by owners are at a law all-time low. And I say that with a fine tooth because like I said, I've come across homes that are listed as visibles. I've come across for sale by owner signs many, many times. Um, and it's probably because they've been through the run the mill of agents, agents who said that they're going to do what they're supposed to be doing and not do it. It is key. And it is a two-way street, ladies and gentlemen. So please don't think that it's like, hey, I'm handy, go for everything that I need to do to my agent. My relative said he's going to be doing everything possible to ensure that this house gets sold, or he's going to be doing everything possible to make sure that I could find my dream home. That's not always the case, ladies and gentlemen. So there has to be a two-way street in regards to that. Otherwise, 
um, you know, the communications is going to falter. So with the article, like I said, I pointed out that physicals at our all time low, that home buyers are looking to have an agent with them side by side. That is all great, well and all, but it is going to depend upon the area. It's going to depend upon the location. In addition, it's going to depend upon the individual themselves. So when you're setting up these meetings, start digging more. Hey, you know, how soon are you looking to move? How soon are you looking to buy a house? How soon, you know, um, do you expect to be finding a home? Where's your current credit score at? What do you currently do for a living? It's not a matter of that you're trying to dig into these people's lives to get every single detailed information about them you're digging into everybody's lives to actually see what's going to be the best fit and best solution for them if you don't know that they're making an additional six hundred dollars a month on the side for the past two years in regards to a side hustle that they've been working on that could be used as additional income to uh, put down on their brand new home. But if you're just talking with them straight facts and saying like, oh, you've been working at the postal service for 10 plus years, X amount of money, this is how much you're making. Okay, this is most likely what you're gonna be qualified for. But if you're not digging, if you're not finding that additional information needed, you're gonna be at a loss relative. So I want you to move forward with that. Now, uh, for those that are looking to buy a home uh, or sell their home to find a new home, I have teamed up with uh, Rocket Pro and I literally teamed up with them in regards to this. I am now considered one of their affiliate agents in regards to where if you are looking to purchase a home and your credit score is at, uh, 580 or higher, uh, I will be able to work with you in regards to helping you um, get the uh, price that you are looking for. Now, for those that are 580, and I know you probably heard this before, well, Dan, if I got a low credit score, that means my points are going to be higher. I'm going to be paying a higher mortgage payment, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, most likely you would. Yeah, that, that's pretty much how it works. You know, you got a low credit score. This is pretty much one of the consequences. But you're able to get into a property. You're able to build upon equity. You're able to actually take out a home equity loan, HELOC, in regards to actually putting it back into excuse me, or paying on credit card bills, minimizing your debt. And so it's not just, oh, I'm paying a rental. Oh, I'm still staying at my mom's house, just uh, building up as much as I can for a down payment. No, you're actually in a property in which you actually have ownership over. In addition, you're actually able to pull money out of it if need be when the time comes to take care of necessary bills and necessary expenses. So, you know, take advantage of that. But with uh, Rocket Pro, definitely would like to talk to you further about it. I got a great contact right now. His name is Adam. I call him Superman, uh, not only because his shirt literally is uh, Superman on it, but um, he's just been doing wonders for me. In addition, I was pre-approved for a home. And ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, me passing 600 on the credit score. I was able to be approved for a home mortgage of $150,000. Now, I know what you're thinking, like, oh, then it's not going to be a lot in this economy. It's still going to be that start in regards to me getting uh, where I need to be at, in addition, figuring out what I need to accomplish to make sure that I do have property ownership by the end of this year. In addition, you know, hey, if I got 150 and I got a friend who's got 250, maybe we will have on a multifamily unit. Uh, maybe we could start looking into other ventures. Maybe we look to start looking into other enterprises. So the brand does keep twirling but you know now you've I've moved into that position where it's not just merely 
oh, you know, I'm still living in an apartment trying to figure out what I'm going to be doing. No, I'm now in a position that it's like, hey, I got an opportunity to purchase some property to have under my name or I should say mine in the queen's name and to make sure that, um, you know, we have ownership of property in the city of Philadelphia. So uh, check out Rocket Pro. Definitely do your research on it, ladies and gentlemen. Do your research on every single thing. You're making a big, big choice here in regards to uh, making your first investment property, first uh, purchase property. So you want to make sure that what you're doing is correct and sound according to you and you alone. All right. Now, um, just want to make sure I'm not missing anything. So I talked about the minimum credit score, 580 needed. I talked about Rocket Pro. I talked about how I'm an affiliate agent. And I talked about how you need to start looking now. I, I know it sounds crazy. And I know that you probably heard me before where I'm saying, no, you need to talk to a banker first. You need to get pre-approved. Once you pre-approved, then you can start looking. No, ladies and gentlemen, we are tapping onto the spring door. Believe it or not, within two months, we will have one the weather and within two months we will be looking at a whole completely different climate change so prior to that houses are going to be up on the market so you need to start doing your research now where you're looking to live at especially if you're trying to make a move this year you the house that you're looking at in march might might not be on the market come september when you are fully ready and available but if you know within this neighborhood that they have a specific price range and that's what you're looking at then hey you need to do everything possible to make sure that happens but um in the meanwhile hey i don't know if you know but um if you don't know with this company called EXP Realty. Is it backwards? It might be backwards. But if it is, that's no worries. If you'd like to be a part of EXP Realty, or if you are just looking for a brand new agent because you're tired of the old one or just need one to uh, show you the ropes, give me a call, 267-702-3756. I'd be more than happy to show you the way. And uh, before we get into our last couple of segments, you know I got some motivation for you. In addition, this funny, funny, funny uh, career tip slash resume writing story I got for you, uh, but be sure to stay tuned. But listen to these messages and we'll be right back. Whoa, whoa, whoa there, little fella. Robin Nathaniel's group's price stands where it's at. $49 for a resume. Call us today. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. We are back getting into the last closing segments of the RNG Radio Show. If you just tuned in now or you just fast forwarded to get to this point right now to talk about this funny, funny story. Uh, my name is Daniel Umstead, host of the RNG Radio Show, and I talk about career tips, resume writing, uh, realtor advice, in addition, some credit repair tips and some motivation. So um, if you haven't checked out the past episodes, be sure to do so. Or if you just got a question, give me a call 267-702-3756, or you can text me there as well. Um, but let's hop into it. Career tips, resume writing. I just got a story for you, ladies and gentlemen, and I, I know you're going to crack up. So I'm working with a brand new client. Uh, with the main job. This is the main nine to five job. And they do things a little bit backwards um, in regards to the specific vendor that I'm working with. So instead of going through the whole, hey, we're going to submit your resume after we submit your resume, the manager is going to take a look and review out of it. And if they take a look and review out of it and like what they see, then we'll set you up on an interview. After the interview, we'll get an offer. After the offer, we'll do a background check. Well, this vendor that I work with, they actually like to do the background checks initially. So it is kind of hard, kind of pointy, um, you know, talking to 
of candidates and saying like, hey, um, we're gonna need you to fill out some information that of course requires your sensitive info. Um, in addition, we're gonna be moving forward after that. So once you clear the background and all that information, then we'll be able to do the full interview and uh, go forward from there. So that's pretty much the role itself. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. If I'm getting a brand new call, uh, and don't get me wrong, of course, I'm definitely gonna be doing the research information to make sure I know who this person is, make sure I can track this individual down. I know exactly where they're working at, who they're being represented by, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's what you should be doing. What you should not be doing, and this is where the funny part comes in, is that if the recruiter or employer makes a mistake in regards to where they call you by a different name because they're sending your credentials out to the account manager and it just so happens that the first initial begins with the same letter as yours, please do not reply back to them saying that they are a scam artist because that makes somebody not want to work with them. So uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, when you are dealing with providing sensitive information, whether it be over the phone, whether it be via form, whether it be through a regular application, you know, do your research on the company, make sure this company is legit, research the uh, candidates. I will tell you right now, if a recruiter or the employer, hiring manager, HR, whomever is not being listed on LinkedIn for whatever reason, honestly, take them off. I've seen, you know, millionaires, I've seen billionaires, I've seen top realtors, I've seen startups off realtors. I've seen, you know, everybody who's starting a business in the middle of the business or all the way up to having a business. I've seen people who are in the position of being recruiters. You know, I've seen people, customer service associates, uh, nurses, doctors, account managers, all the rest. Okay. If they're not having a profile set up on LinkedIn, that's your first red flag. The second thing is, is that, um, you know, to prevent from getting into a scam and everything like that, make sure that the customer, that the person actually works for the company. You know, uh, we have people, um, and I'll be honest with you, we have individuals that no longer work for our main job, but yet they still have access um, to the system because the company themselves didn't close them out yet. Now that's nothing against the company. That's nothing against the employee. It's just as a precautionary to you to confirm individuals are still working there. So there's nothing wrong with calling their main customer service line and saying, hey, I just want to confirm Daniel Umstead is working at a said company who's asking me for some information. And I just want to make sure I am speaking with the right recruiter and right individual. If the customer service number that you call is unable to provide that info or can't confirm Hey, move on to the next one. There's plenty of job opportunities out here right now. And there's so, so many small businesses you would not believe that are, excuse me, currently recruiting and trying to get folks in through the door. So if a small business itself is looking to bring somebody in through the door, please believe definitely these big Fortune 500 large companies are going to be doing the same thing. So with that being said and all, ladies and gentlemen, to prevent a scam and to go against you or to prevent uh, somebody from taking your information and running with it, 
be sure that you are doing the research necessary to make sure that you're not being swindled or taken advantage of. So that is honestly my uh, career tip and uh, resume writing tip. Now for a resume, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you do need a uh, resume uh, revised, redrafted, or you simply just don't have one and you're like, I don't feel like paying $300. Uh, I think that was the most craziest one I seen was $300 or even $200, $100. I charge only $49 and that's actually both for a resume and cover letter because ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you my secret that I will be doing for you if you decide to become one of my clients is simply this. You tell me what type of job you're looking for. You tell me the type of job that you're expecting to have. You tell me the type of job that you're going for, the type of career that you want. I take that, I Google that, I look for a sample resume that matches that. In addition, I take your job experience, bring it up to the highest quality possible by searching job duties and description that matches what you do, if not the level above of what you do and put it on your resume make it all fancy and neat and I send it back to you and I ask uh, how you would like to pay the $49. That's it. That's why I only charge $49 because everything that I pull is something that you're doing. The only thing is that I just type probably close to 80 words per minute. But if you type 80 words per minute, something that you could do on your own. If you know how to format in Microsoft Word, something that you could definitely do. But if you don't, that's no problem at all. I'd be more than happy to assist. Or if you just like me to take a look at it and just got some questions or concerns about it, I'd be more than happy to help you out. But with that, you will need to either give me a call or shoot me a text. And that number is 267-702-3756. So uh, before we get out of here, uh, because I have the uh, Cotillia interview coming up, but uh, before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen, just want to leave you some motivation for the day and uh, listen to this closely and specifically. What you put into others, not yourself, not even into this world, but what you put into others reflects back upon you on your subconscious level. So I'm gonna say that again. What you put into others affects you on a subconscious level. Because if you continually to treat people mean, even though you might be a good individual, you might be good hearted, but if you are treating people mean or trying to think that, oh yeah, 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 I'm just messing with them. I'm not even being serious about it. It comes back upon a reflection of you because your internal spirit is actually uh, taking that in. Now, not to get deep into faith or anything like that. Um, for those that don't know, I am a believer of God, but that should have nothing to do do with you understanding that what you put out into this world comes back to you tenfold and it affects your spirit you know now if you're a hardcore apple and nothing's going to get through those walls of your mind heart and soul and no matter what you do you move forward hey that's great but for the most part and most people you know what you're providing to others if you're providing goodness and not evil goodness is going to come back onto you and uh, more importantly, if you're putting, pushing out positivity out in this world, nine times out of 10, positivity is gonna come back to you no matter the situation that you're in. And that's the other thing too. As long as you're able to take a negative situation, this is my last gem of the day, as long as you're able to take a negative situation and always, and I say 
always turn it into a positive. You will always win and you will always get an advantage. You know, uh, some folks are like, oh man, I got to deal with the school assignment. Well, hey, let's look at the fact that you are in school. Uh, a lot of people can't even take that advantage right now. You know, it's like, hey, that's, that's true. Work, that should be a big one. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my job. And then, you know, I, I, I love my job. I, I, I so love my job. It's it's great. It's it's just a wonderful feeling. Yes, it's great. But you know, you, you have that. You have that twitch. You have that eye twitch uh, throughout the day. But the blessing or the positivity that comes with it is that it's like, hey, you know what? I do have a job. There's, there's nothing that I'm concerned about. I'm not concerned where my next meal is at. I'm not concerned where my next check is coming from. How am I going to get paid? How am I going to be paying for bills? You know, I have a financial means of source that is actually able to prove that and actually able to show that. So, you know, and above all, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this, you know, you're breathing, you are hearing. And importantly, if you're able to watch me, if you are tuned into our YouTube, you're able to see. So those few items that you take for granted, others are begging for, others are dying for, others are currently in surgery right now, for others are currently debating how are they gonna move forward in life because they don't have that. So and take the opportunity, appreciate what you have going on in your life appreciate the negative things and always flip that switch and turn it to a positive so uh get ready for this amazing interview um that i have with katilia uh be sure to purchase her book ladies and gentlemen she's got more to come so stay tuned continue to follow her on social media and i will be talking to you soon Good day, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dennis. I'm Fed, host of the RNG Radio Show. I'm really excited. I got Cecilia back on the RNG Radio Show. How are you doing today, Cecilia? I'm doing fine. Hello. <laughs> awesome, awesome to have you back. We are in 2021. Uh, definitely revamping the RNG Radio Show, bringing back on the guests. But uh, for those that actually didn't check out Cecilia's interview, uh, she's definitely back here for a replay. But before we get into that, definitely like to give you a little excerpt as far as who she is and what she's about. So who is Patricia? Patricia is a young girl battling with mixed emotions within herself. Patricia's emotions ranges from feeling nervous, scared, and having to be brave. Patricia's reflection represents all of her feelings about having to move from a small town in the country to a big city in New Jersey as she prepares herself for the first day of school. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you to meet the author and my guest on the RNG Radio Show, once again, Katilia Humphrey, author of Patricia's Reflection. So, Katilia, I'm really excited having you back on the show. How have you been um, since the last time we talked? Oh, I've been doing great. Lots of um, putting things together, getting things in place um, so I can produce new stuff for this new year. 2021 I'm excited about <laughs> yeah, surviving it completely has been uh definitely a journey in itself so uh with Patricia's reflection first and foremost where can fat folks actually go on to obtain a copy of this book oh this is my baby um you can purchase Patricia from um Amazon you can also purchase her from off for Barnes and Nobles um Milk um, Apple I um, books have her as well. Um, 
Um, if you want to reach out to me at um, K-A-T-I-L-Y-A, the number eight zero at gmail.com. I can also send you out an autograph copy of her. Um, <laughs> now, what can uh, pretty much, because uh, based upon the cover and uh, definitely and all, it seems to be uh, towards the younger generation. What are you hoping that the audience or what age group, I should say as well, that you're targeting with this book? Um, you can start her off as early as preschool, because believe it or not, when they're young, um, kids get a little timid uh, when they enter into preschool as well. They get a little nervous playing. Some of them are a little shy. Some of them are outgoing. Um, and then you can go up all the way until maybe um, second grade, third grade, pushing it, you know, depending because it's a great conversation. Um, it touches on self-esteem, how uh, how um, children view themselves um, when they enter into a new environment. Um, um, they're moving from a, a different town and um, enter into new schools, how, how kids gonna view them, how they're gonna be accepted. Um, they get a little nervous, a little scared. It can also be a, a home conversation as well that parents, because sometimes um, parents may be too, too busy or maybe overlook or um, not as aware that their children may be battling with these little emotions that they might not be as boisterous about. So it's a great, it's great for school and it's great for home as well. In addition to your book, Katia, what have been some of the uh, testimonials or reactions from parents or even the uh, audience that it's intended for the kids in regards to uh, what they've perceived from the book and what they've gained from it? Oh, it has uh, amazing, I was amazed from the response. Um, a lot of people sent me emails, texts. Um, Patricia also has her own uh, fan page, Patricia's um, um, Book Pals um, on Facebook and Instagram. Um, they send me pictures. Um, some people tell me that they can relate to Patricia because they moved from um, a city to a country or vice versa or just went to a new school and environment and they had the same feeling, feelings as she did. So it's it's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey. And then also it's been amazing. Um, I've been running into a lot of people that was close to me or around me. And um, they said, I encouraged them, even though this is a children's book, but I also encouraged them just to start writing. They always wanted to write, they didn't know how, but when they seen that I produced a book, um, it gave them encouragement. So on different levels, it's been a blessing. Awesome, awesome. And you know, for the uh, writers out there, uh, what what is like, you know, the first two things a writer should be doing? In your opinion, you have a published book, it's on Amazon, um, it's in Barnes and Noble, you can find it on Nook. What first two steps that, what, that people should do prior to getting to the point of where you're at? Um, just promote. Like, um, I can suggest, like, um, if you're starting a book, maybe do a pre-sale. And then you can let people know, do a lot of advertising, build your audience up to whatever book you choose to write about, whether it's a children's book, whether it's a poet book, whether it's a business book. 
anything, but make sure that your content that you're putting out there, or say if you're creating um, certain content, create a, uh, maybe a social media page for that particular book that you're trying to write. And just make people aware that you have something coming. And then when you produce it out, they'd be ready for it. Or you can have like maybe like a soft launch that um, you have a small gathering just to get the word out there, make people aware and construct everything that you're doing um, towards that particular book or project that you wish to produce. Love that. Love that. Thank you so much for that insight. I'm definitely going to be taking my own personal notes on that. Mm -hmm. Now, I do want to get into a subject. Um, it pretty much happened around when COVID was getting started, and that has to do with Black Lives Matter. Now, I know people watch the news. I know we've seen riots. We've seen other riots uh, that's been going on. But I wanted to get to the core of everything when it comes to Black Lives Matter as far as what should we be doing as kings and queens as you know as it pertains to us because i'm seeing a lot of promotions you know thank you fortune 500 companies for promoting <laughs> you know laquata jackson to now being the dni inclusion officer or shaniqua has now been promoted to vp of uh consumer affairs so that's nice and all well and good and you know even seeing brand new uh presidents and ceos of our complexion and color but for those that have finally got their you know doorway in that's great i want to know what should us be doing what should we be doing in the community in your own opinion as far as helping us progress and helping us move forward um in my opinion um the first steps are maybe we can try to educate one another and also educate ourselves more and um, maybe help one another, um, promote one another's business. Um, you know, maybe we can start programs to, uh, for future young entrepreneurs. Um, we need to start keeping our money within our community as well, you know, and then maybe starting um, uh, first step we we should start doing is like finding a way how to manage and budget and and just basically just educate. It, it, it's it's a lot that we can do for our community and that's very well needed. But if we can catch them young and start to try to like the uh, mold them or give like soft direction to us with a you know encourage them with different things they can be doing, I think that could be awesome as well. Awesome. I love that. I love that. And I want to add on to that uh, with educating ourselves. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I know that you got stars, you probably got Hulu, Netflix, all these subscriptions and all these channels, but you're not looking at the free ones more closely. Uh, what Katilia is referring to as far as educating ourselves and even when it comes to budgeting can simply be done by just pulling up a YouTube video, by simply going on Google and finding the same information. Uh, I teach my 11 year old how to budget. I show him, you know, hey, these are expenses. You got $1,000 coming in monthly, 900 for rent, 200 for the cable bill. How are you going to make do, you know? And having them look at it as a younger age, as you pointed out, can tell you, I think it's going to push them that so much forward because, you know, nobody's prepared for life. You know, 30, 35 years of age, as far as me getting into it, I'm now, I'm, I'm still feeling like a toddler walking around like, phone bill, 
you, electric bill. What, what what is this electric bill they keep talking about? I thought electricity was free when Benjamin Franklin founded upon it, but now I seem to be paying for it. And then there's energy savings program. And then if you sign up five people, that your energy bill becomes free, but then it gets shut off because you didn't go through the right provider service. So it goes back down to what Katia's pointing out educating so you know really take the time hey instead of putting on their favorite show that the family loves to watch and everything like that i think 20 to 30 minutes needs to be sent spent on that financial literacy and you know that budgeting you know because we can only do better by preparing ourselves for the future and until you just hit it right on the nail with that so thank you Yes, and I'd like to just add one more thing. People can also maybe, when you're going, like you said, when you're going to pay the bill, whether you're going in person or online, maybe take your children along with you. When you go into the bank account or if you start in a business, have them watch you sit in on some of your conference calls and just you show them how you're doing things. For me, for instance, I, um, I, I'm an author, so I have my children sit around. I ask them for ideas, suggestions, how do they like. I get them involved in certain business things, and then I show them. Um, I, I, I pull up certain um stock market apps, uh, whatever they may be, whether it's Robin Hood or anything. And then I showed them um, how do it work, uh, just different things that you can introduce them to so they can see and be aware, but not just telling them, but sometimes showing them, you know, physical gives them a good example of it too. I love that. I love that. And, you know, once we realize that and once um, us, you know, in the community, focuses on that. We're going to do so much better. You know, there, there's nothing I want people to realize because I'm always seeing the ads on the time. And even when it comes to the credit repair business that I'm in, it's like, hey, if you can afford a pair of Jordans, you should be able to afford this credit repair program. There's nothing wrong with finding and buying materialistic things, especially if you got it like 70% off or 80% off, you know, definitely take advantage of that. But if you're able to educate yourself, on finding the best deals out there or finding the best steals out there, then you should be doing the same because there's nothing wrong with being able to teach your kids how to shop, but there's also a greater benefit in telling them like, hey, that dollar bill that you got in your hand or you got in your pocket, your wallet or purse is a tool so that way you can get the Jordans for free, that you can get, you know, the red bottoms for free, you know, or even more so that you could buy Patricia's reflection book on amazon.com right now. You can check it out your local Barnes and Noble store, but you know, that's what we need to do <laughs> as far as keeping the money in the community and definitely educating ourselves in regards to that. So thank you. Thank you so much for that, Katoya. Um, In addition, I want to know where can folks actually find you at on social media uh, to connect with you or finding more information about uh, Patricia's Reflections? Um, once again, they can find me on um, Facebook at um, Katoya Tammy. Instagram is um, Katilia 80 and um, um, Gmail is um, K-A-T-I-L-Y-A 8-0 at gmail.com. And uh, Katilia, the other thing too, um, I got a couple more things to ask you before we wrap up here. Um, 2020 has affected a lot of us, you know, uh, during this pandemic and a lot of people grew, you know, they definitely were those roses and flowers that definitely sprung right out of the concrete. But um, there's been people who have lost individuals. There's been people who have lost jobs. There's been people who have lost family members. 
you know, for whatever reason, whether it be just a distance issue where they can't travel anymore to see them until things get lifted, or ultimately, you know, they lost them because of, you know, medical issues that brought about. Um, you and I survived this. You know, I, I, could, I consider ourselves survivor. I consider ourselves even more so warriors and royalty because we are still standing. We still have our heads strong and our businesses are still continuing. I, I want to know what advice would you give to somebody who is now seeing that beacon of light shining in their face? They're now seeing that the opportunities are now flowing to them, or they're just trying to open up the universe that much more wide and just receive it completely. What advice would you give to somebody just to keep telling them to push on or even more so like, hey, that there's, there's that don't give up button. I need you to push that right now. So what motivation, what um, advice would you give to somebody who is now surviving 2020 and now starting anew in 2021? Ooh, the advice that I would give will be if this pandemic has not taught us anything, it has taught us that we have to prepare ourselves for prepare ourselves for the unprepared, meaning um, save more. And this pandemic is a certain advantages because if the economy went down, maybe try to invest in different things, whether it be uh, real estate or anything else, you know, take advantage, but um, get prepared. And um, yes, we survived, but we're still going through it and it's still gonna have some after effects that's gonna go to this year, maybe the year, uh, uh, years coming and you just have to stay prepared in every aspect that's that's my major is stay aware and prepared i love that i love that and you know i i wake up every day i think cnn is like one of my bookmark pages on the internet and you know it, it's a brief overview outside of seeing the individual that keeps popping up but it's just a brief overview for me to be prepared, you know, make sure I am aware, you know, what is going on in the news that I need to make sure that I need to know before I even walk out the door. I was huge way before this whole pandemic got started that I was like, I'm not wearing no mask. I'm a grown man. You can't tell me to wear a mask. And it started in Jersey where they made it mandated. And I was like, that's fine. I could just be walking around Philly. How can they go and force everybody in Philadelphia to wear a mask? It's not possible. And sure enough, one by one, store by store, they said, hey, you can't come in without a mask. And it's like, oh, wow. So not saying that we're pretty much going into that, but it's still, you know, with the vaccinations, as you had mentioned, just stay prepared, ladies and gentlemen, stay prepared. So, all right. And last but not least, uh, Katia, I want to again, thank you so much, so very much for coming on the RNG Radio Show once again. I need to know, though, where can folks, again, find your book in addition, follow you, uh, for upcoming projects that you're working on? Um, yes. Um, they can purchase Patricia Reflection once again at um, Barnes & Nobles. Um, it's on Nook. It's on um, Apple Books. It's on Amazon. Um, they can also once again contact me at K-A-T-I-L-Y-A, the number 80 at gmail.com as well. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being on the show. Looking to have you back in addition, hearing more about the upcoming books that you're going to be working on. But thank you again so much for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> Bye-bye.